welcome to another exciting episode of Mount Zion Center Carway Podcast. My name is Chimpukasa Sala and I am going to be your host for today. Right. Um, welcome to uh, church, everybody. Um, this is Mount Zion Center Carway and uh, uh, we'll be having uh, more of our midweek services every week on Wednesday. And um, this week, uh, I'd like to talk to us about the four levels of uh, fellowship. The four levels of, le- of, of fellowship, as, um, as they are put in the scriptures. Um, this month of May, we're beginning our connect groups. In fact, uh, tomorrow, our connect groups will be meeting um, after a long time. Our connect groups will be meeting after a long time. So uh, please find a place where you belong. The first uh, purpose of humanity, or the first purpose of mankind, is to um, know God. Uh, the second is to belong to a family or believers. In fact, when someone b- gets born again, uh, the first experience that they have is a um, um, uh, second experience that they have is that they belong to a family of believers. Um, and we've been going through a series um, of, of, of lessons. Here, Manzankan Center Kabwe, uh, which we have titled Common Ground. And the premise of this um, uh, teachings is so that people can understand the value of uh, being in, uh, in fellowship with other believers, um, the power which the Lord has placed even in, uh, uh, in, in, in fellowship. Um, there are things that God can do uh, for us when we are alone, and there are things that He can do when we are gathered as believers. Amen. There's what is called a corporate anointing, which is made available for us when we meet as believers. There are things that can happen to us alone, but there are also greater things that can happen when each and every individual comes with their their, their they come with their secret place. They come prayed up, um, and everybody comes with their encounter with God, and everyone comes and they make a big. It's almost like a bonfire, a huge fire of how um, how good God has been to them. So it's important we find ourselves in fellowship. That's the second uh, thing that the Lord wants you to do. Once you get to know him, uh, we, we want also that you get to be part of his um, His own family. Okay. So today, I want just to speak to us briefly on the four levels of, um, four levels of fellowship. And... Um, I want us to see uh, these four uh, levels of, of fellowship. And then afterwards, you're able to rank yourself where you are currently and where you need to work um, work on. Okay? Um, like as you've been learning, uh, the Greek word for fellowship is uh, koinonia. Okay? Koinonia is a Greek word for fellowship. In fact, um, most words uh, in the New Testament is substituted as communion or substituted as fellowship. They refer to this uh, Greek word koinonia. Uh, koinonia is a bit, is, 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 be, is way deeper than uh, fellowship because fellowship is just on, surface, on the surface level. Um, but it's, it goes deeper than just uh, fellowship where I'm meeting one with another. So there's a, a small uh, brief um, uh, definition. Koinonia means to share one, or share which, share that which one has in anything. 
or to share anything with anybody. Um, not only sharing, but participating and also being in community. So there's sharing, there's participation, and there's also being in community. So it goes beyond just fellowship. There's also participation in anything. And um, uh, uh, that's what the Lord wants for us to be having a deep kind of fellowship one with the other. But as we think with church, you know, in church, the most important thing happens on the platform. If it's not happening on the platform, then it's not important. Um, but in fellowship, what's the, what is different is that, is that the most important uh, thing or the only most important person is the person who's next to you, uh, not the person you're looking at. That is why it's, that's why it's possible that you can be in church for a long time and not know anybody. It's possible that you can be in church in a long time yet not have your needs met. But the Lord has designed it in such a way that once we get into um, the faith, we find a place where we belong. So my admonition or my encouragement for us this evening is find a place where you belong, a place where people can call you, people can know you, because it's hard for us to get to know who you are on a personal level. Because what happens here uh, is just two hours or 90 minutes of, of, of people meeting and worshiping God together. But life is more than 90 minutes, isn't it? Life is more than 90 minutes and the Lord wants us to be uh, in a place where we are cared for. Okay? So... Um, if you're watching and you're not Christian, the first uh, a fellowship that we've been called to is fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. And as we are discussing, I hope that you'll be uh, inspired to be part uh, of this uh, great movement, uh, great faith that we've come to as children of God. All right. So um, I want to talk to you us about four levels of, of friendship, of, of fellowship. The mission of the church uh, Mount Zion Center. Our mission is to be a Christ-centered church, carrying the manifest presence of God, um, um, uh, which permanently sets people free to actualize their purpose and corporately fulfill kingdom assignment. So that is the purpose of the church. It is fourfold. Okay, to be a Christ-centered church that is knowing God. Okay. Uh, carrying the manifest presence of God, which is able to set people free, people finding freedom. Second, uh, to discover their purpose and actualize their purpose and corporately fulfill kingdom assignment. That is uh, uh, the third part of the mission of the church. That is where you have to discover your purpose. And number four is uh, corporately fulfill kingdom assignment. That means that you're making a difference where you are. But as you know, limited people who serve in church limited people who serve on the pulpit you know but um god wants to make a difference where you are that's why it's important for you to be in a community uh, of believers so that these things can happen we're able to know god able to find freedom able to discover purpose and able to make a difference what god desires for our lives okay so um you know just christ um um uh, he was always most of the time is spent with his 12 disciples. Those 12 disciples were a smaller grouping of individuals. Um, we know just Christ was able to pull a crowd, was able to pull multitudes of people, yet he invested his time, he invested in uh, uh, his, 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 his mission in the 12 uh, disciples. Okay, so that, that 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 is a small grouping. That was a kind of fellowship which just Christ had. And that's the model which we have. That's the model that uh, fellowship, a Christian fellowship has. Okay, so we gather like this uh, on a Sunday or on a Wednesday. We get empowered with the word. We get uh, uh, knowledge, understanding. We get energized for the word work, you know. But you break it down in those small uh, groups. 
Jesus Christ would tell a parable to a crowd, but he'd still go break down what that parable meant when he was with his 12 disciples. So it's, po- it's possible that you can come to church and not, and not get anything. And what we'd be saying here at Mount Zion Center is, keep coming. Even if it's not making sense, keep coming. Eventually, you're going to find a place where you belong. Eventually, you're going to find a place where uh, you can meet other believers and that word can be broken down for you so you can be able to under and able to understand okay so these four uh, 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 um, levels of fellowship uh, i'm going to go into right now this is what is expected of, of a believer it is a believer's obligation what we know as a believer is that you're not just a follow of, follower of christ you're a disciple of christ and um disciple um uh, comes from the word discipline okay so the disciplines that are required for you to be a follower of Christ. And these are the four levels of, of, of fellowship I'm going to talk about today. And I hope that, uh, you know, as we come to the end of this year, that you're going to encounter God and going to encounter uh, these four kinds of, of fellowship. All right. So my key text this evening is uh, Acts chapter 2. I'm going to read from verse 42 uh, to 47 in your hearing. Bible says here, uh, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to pray. Verse uh, 43, a deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders, and all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. 45 said they sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those who were in need 46 um, they worshiped together in the temple each day met in their homes uh, for the lord's supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity verse 47 and uh, all the while praising god and enjoying the goodwill of all people and each day the lord added to their number um to their fellowship those who are being saved so we see here um four kinds of fellowships which are which are taking place and i'm going to go into them right away because we have got very limited time here um and i'm going to continue on sunday okay so what we see here from verse 42 and verse um uh, 42 and also verse 46 of Okay, let me, let me read verse 44 here. Uh, it says, And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. Okay? So the first level of fellowship is a, the fellowship of sharing together. The fellowship of sharing together. That's the first level of fellowship. Okay? Um, God desires that we are able to share together in fact this is the the the, the, the surface the, the the most top or the list of the in, in if you are able to be ranked in levels of importance sharing together is uh, one of the least in the level of levels of importance okay uh it's the lowest level of, of fellowship because it's expected of the church uh, that people should be share sharing with others instead of, of believers that they should be generous okay that is why most people who are in need love this point okay 
<laughs> you know, because you expect that every believer uh, is going to be generous. Okay, you expect that whenever you come to church, a body like Christ, a place where Christians gather, you're going to find help. Okay, but that's a that's a that's a that's the lowest level of fellowship because you can still help somebody whether you know them or not. Okay. I know several times we've met people in the streets asking you for arms. You can help anybody, whether you know them, whether you know their story or not. Even if you just hear a little bit, no, brother, I'm stranded. Help me to Kwacha. I'm going somewhere. You're going to give, you know, because that's the lowest level. You don't need to know anybody, okay? But I pray that you're going to move from this level, um, the fellowship of sharing together, um, to to a, to a deeper level, because uh, sharing together is is the lowest level of fellowship. The second uh, level of uh, fellowship is the fellowship of studying together, studying God's word together, studying um, together. What we see in the book of Acts um, chapter 2 and verse um, 46, it tells us that they worship together in the temples each day. So you find these people actually very, very committed because they used to go to the temple each day. Not only did they go to the temple each day, but they also met in their homes Okay, that is why we're having our connect groups starting tomorrow. Uh, you don't only meet at church, but you also meet in their homes. When people are in their homes, they're more authentic. Um, on Sunday, people always come with their best behavior. They come with their best clothes, best, 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 you know, the best of themselves. Uh, that is why on Sundays, most times you are meeting someone, someone's representative, someone's ambassador. <laughs> Not the person really, because on Sunday, people come um they come correct okay uh looking their best feeling their best saying the correct things because they're in the church but when you meet in the homes it becomes different so the second level of of fellowship is the fellowship of studying studying together okay um so studying together is very, very important because it helps us to direct uh, our wisdom as we study the world with other people we get to understand deeper revelations of god and we also get to know what god's um, uh, 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 wisdom is as it uh, as it uh, relates to his his word and, and whatever we're going through whenever you meet with people other people yeah you share you're able to share the, with their experiences you're able to share in the experiences what they've gone through will be a blessing to you what they've gone through as they find it in the word of god you'll be able to share with you and you'll find that you'll be able to grow quickly um what we should know about 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 studying with other people is that um, you get to catch more things uh faster um than when you're taught things that is why even when you're at school uh, those who are in tertiary education or even primary school secondary school before exams people gather in groups you want to study find study groups because it's easy for you to study when you're in a group than when you are when you are alone so studying together is a second level of um of, of of fellowship and i pray that we move not only from sharing together but we are able to study god's word together when you study god's word together it keeps you accountable to 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 to, to what you want to achieve for example if someone told you that they are struggling with something, it can be a habit. They're struggling with something that is uh, is not in line with God's word. Uh, if you're studying God's word together, you can be. You can ask them, "Are you happy with where you are at this moment?" And that person can say, "No." 
um, about what steps are you taking towards becoming better. And uh, once those steps are defined, when you are with other people, those people who you are studying the God's word with, they'll follow you up saying, ah, have you done step number one? You're going to do, you're going to do step number one. You haven't done step number one. You know, so you are kept accountable. And God wants us to be uh, accountable to one another. Okay, Bible tells us also concerning uh, our sins. It says that um, uh, that you confess your sins to one another, that your you you, you so that, that you may be healed. Healing from sin, okay, comes from you sharing that struggle with somebody. That's where you find healing from sin. Forgiveness of sin comes from God. But Bible tells us, I think it, it should be in in James that when you share or you confess your sins to one another, you find healing from sin. Because um, you can be forgiven of sin from God, but healing comes when you, you when you mention that thing by by name, and when you mention that thing by name, you cover you uncover it. That thing begin to lose lose its power. Okay, so don't just go think I had a challenge, because I think in Christian circles and Pentecostal circles, okay, you don't mention things on, on on mention things by their name. And you got a challenge. No, just mention the thing if it's going <laughs> so it can be healed from that thing. And the Lord has designed it. I want to confess your sins to one another. You find healing. Okay, so that's the second level. Okay, so Christ did it. He was able to study the word with his disciples. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, and as you are with other people, the experiences be- become a source of comfort for you. Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4, it says that he comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When we are troubled, we will be given, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. So he's saying God comforts us in our troubles when we are troubled, okay? So that we can comfort others, okay? So the same comfort which you receive from the Lord becomes a resource for you to comfort other, other people. So that, all that happens when you are in fellowship and studying God's word together, not when you are alone. So don't be alone this season. Don't be alone uh, in 2022. Many people are alone in 2020 when the COVID hit and they have not recovered from uh, their absence from church, absence from one another. But if you're going to be in fellowship, you want to be able to grow, don't forsake studying God's word together. And we're doing that um, tomorrow when we start our connect groups. Please, if you're interested in having a connect group and you don't have any location, let us know. By You can send us a DM. And we can maybe make you uh, make you one online one, but it's different when it's physical. It's better when it's in person than when it's in online, because you'll be staring at the screen, not in people's faces. And there's a blessing <laughs> that is there when you stare at people's faces. Okay. So the third one, uh, which is very very uh, important, uh, is the fellowship of serving together. So the first one was sharing together. Second one was um, studying together and the third one is serving together and I've seen this that it's possible for you to be able to serve with other believers yet you don't study the word with them it's possible that you can uh, serve in church yet you don't share anything with those people the only thing that you share maybe is a microphone you know but um, all these things uh, should happen together we're able to share you're able to study God's word together and you're also able to serve um, together. Um, 
Bible tells us in Second uh, Corinthians chapter eight verse four, Paul is speaking of the church at Macedonia. When he finds the church at Macedonia, uh, everything that he needs, um, he he has. Okay, so when he's passing through the church of Macedonia, they were begging him, saying, "No, please let us support you. Let us support. You. Let us just be a part. Let us help. Let us serve God together." You know. So uh, eight verse four. Uh, eight verse four says they begged us again and again for the privilege of sharing the gift for the believers in Jerusalem. So these guys were begging, uh, Paul. Now let us be part of what you're doing. Ah, uh, guys, no, I'm okay. Uh, guys, uh, please, please, let us just do something for the sake of the gospel, and and that's what God wants us to do. The beauty about serving uh, together is that you're able to share and sharpen your gifting. Whatever God has gifted us with, it can be prophecy. It can be the gift of generosity. It can be the gift of uh, of encouragement. Various kinds of gifts. You, those gifts that God gives to us are not for ourselves. Okay? They are for the equipping of the saints. So, once God gives you that gift and you're able to realize that gift, um, it is not for you. If that gift exists so it can be able to share with other people. So, if you're going to... Um, have a gift, for example, maybe the gift of knowledge and the gift of prophecy, and all that you do is just prophesy to yourself. You're not being of benefit <laughs> to the body of Christ. But God wants that each and every person's gift is shared. Okay? And as you're sharing, that means you're serving one another. Just Christ speaking about service, he said, if anybody wants to be great in my kingdom, he has to serve first. So, if you want to be great in the kingdom, you have to serve. And I always say it this way, uh, service um, uh, in the kingdom of God is a race to the back of the line. So it's like you're queuing up for something at a shop, maybe queuing up for something at Hungry Lion. I mentioned Hungry Lion, maybe they can, they can, they can, they can, they can give us some free Hungry Lion next week. <laughs> okay, but uh, uh, for example, you're in a queue and about to just about to to go to the till. Service uh, would mean that. You, you want somebody to go before you every time. To go before you every time. To go before you every time. Because service is a rest the back of the line. And God wants us to be great. And being great in his kingdom means that we are able to serve. Okay? So, serving one another is also a, another, is a, deep, a deeper level of, of, of fellowship. If you want to serve somebody, it means you ask them what they need. You don't serve somebody what they don't need. Okay, then you're wasting. <laughs> but you want to be serving to somebody means you've made an inquiry to be able to be a blessing to them by serving them and meeting that need which they want uh, met. Okay, so it's, like it's going deeper. So the first can share anything to anybody. Okay, and God wants us to be generous. Okay, second one is studying God's word together, and in studying God's word together, you are being accountable to other people and you're being a blessing by use of your experiences. Okay, and the fourth one. The fourth one is uh, one of the most difficult ones. And most people don't even um, uh, think of it as a type of a fellowship. And this is the fellowship of suffering together. Okay? Um, suffering together is, uh, is, is one of the most important uh, things that as it relates to our fellow as it relates to fellowship. Bible tells us, tells us that a day of trouble will come to anybody. A day of trouble comes to anybody. No matter how anointed you are, just Christ said that one day you have a day of trouble. And when that day of trouble comes, 
you better off be with somebody <laughs> or have somebody to call um let me find let me find that let me find that scripture uh, a day of trouble okay Yeah, day of trouble. So you're saying just Christ said not a, not a day. It says when a day of trouble. When when a day of trouble will come. Let me just get that scripture for you quickly. Yeah. The Lord says, Call upon me in the day of trouble. Okay. I'm the one who delivers and rescues and redeems you. I uh, will do it. Um, I think Jesus Christ also mentioned that when the day of trouble, uh, let's see if I can find it. Was it Psalms? Yeah. In fact, it refers, it finds in several, uh, several places in the scripture, talks about the day of trouble. Uh, Job also the day of trouble. Remember, Job story is a is a unique story uh, because the lord um allowed the enemy to 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 to, to touch job okay and job becomes uh, a reference for us as a day of trouble can come when you least expect it job was a righteous man and uh, the devil said it's because there's a hedge of protection over him. That is why he does what he does. So God allowed the enemy to get closer to him. And the day of trouble came. When the day of trouble came, um, his friends came together to help him in fellowship. But after some time, <laughs> they started telling him my idea that ah, you just guess God and die because the guy, you suffered too much, you know. But that's what I'm talking about. Sometimes um, we pass through various things as believers. And um, 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 sometimes what will work won't be a verse. Um, sometimes what's going to work, what's going to be a source of comfort for somebody, is not you finding a scripture to quote, but you just being available. None of them do anything, but you're just there. Okay? When they are weeping, you're weeping with them. When they're suffering a great loss, can be a, a death, you're mourning with them. That's a fellowship of suffering. And many people don't teach about the fellowship of suffering, but the entire doctrine on the fellowship of, of suffering. The uh, Bible says uh, the suffering of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it comes in various ways. And this is a deeper kind of fellowship which all of us should attain. That even when a day of trouble comes, when the day of trouble comes, we'll have a place where we know we have a shoulder to cry on. You've got people going to cry with you. Uh, crying with you, not in desperation, but crying with you because you know, because in this earth, this world we shall pass through troubles and hard times. You know, so it's important whenever you are, whenever that day of trouble comes, that it finds you in a place of fellowship, in the group of people who are able to uh, be with you in that suffering. Amen. Have you been Have you been blessed this evening? Yeah. So it's four, four, the four levels of fellowship. I don't know where you are. Maybe you are just at sharing. You can share with strangers. Um, maybe even even shared yet. Maybe you're trying to study God's word. You're studying God's word alone. God tells us why two or more gather there. I'm in the midst. Okay. Um, maybe serving. Maybe you need to start serving with people, serving the Lord, people, making your gift available for everybody to benefit from. Um, I may be here. The fellowship of suffering. 
Yeah. There was nobody to 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 to, to mourn with you, and 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 and, and, and uh, share in that uh, deep burden. Bible tells us uh, um, in uh, Galatians chapter six verse three um, on the fellowship of suffering that share each other's burdens. In this way, you obey the law of Christ. Share each other's burdens. In this way, obey the law of Christ. The law of Christ is uh, love God, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So if you're going to fulfill this law of Christ, it means that you're sharing other people's burdens. And sharing other people's burdens is the fellowship of suffering. All right? So I hope you've been blessed. Thanks so much for joining. Can you be upstanding as we come to a close of service today? Sorry, I stood up so quickly, <laughs> faster than the the camera. <laughs> All right, yeah, just uh, close. Let me just close, and we can go. Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you for every life which is here, and as we are learning on 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 finding common ground, that you're able to build us up in Jesus' mighty name. That even as uh, the year is progressing, that are going to help us move from um, the the lower level of just sharing material things. Um, to a second level, we're able to, sh- to to study God's word and be accountable to each other. The third level, where we're able uh, to serve you, Lord, together. And the final level, where we're able to find people around us who are able to suffer um, with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thanks so much for joining us.